Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Thank you for being in the household of the Lord once again on another Wednesday night, a night to which we come to to get filled up that we might be able to make it through the rest of the week and the things of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Bethlehem. Thank you, Lord. And who is him? Jesus Christ. Amen. Y'all sound good. Y'all sound good. Um, we are always placing this vision before you of the church. Uh, uh, without a vision, the people perish. And this is a vision of the outside and the inside of the church. And I always want to make mention to that, um, especially as we are going to be talking about this next coming month, make him known in the sanctuary. And we're going to See how the people of God glorified God by building the sanctuary. And these are plans for the sanctuary and we ever keep them before us. But we're going to do that next month. This is the last message in the series uh, this month entitled Make Him Known Through Strength. Make Him Known Through Strength. And we've been standing on Exodus chapter 15 verse 2. Which reads, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. And this month we've been talking all month long. Make him known through strength and This is the last message in the series entitled, The Weight of Renewal, The Weight of Renewal. And we're coming from tonight, Isaiah 40, verses 27 through 31. Isaiah 40, verses 27 through 31. It's on your screen, I believe it's three or two two slides on the screen there. And we're coming tonight from the, the King James Version of the Bible and I want you to read this out loud together at the same time on three. It's in your handouts as well. Uh, one, two, three. Christmas has passed over my mind, God. Has not known, has not heard, the everlasting God. The Lord, Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, asking you to be with us tonight, Lord, as we look into your word, Father. We pray, Father, that we might be encouraged tonight, that we might be strengthened in you tonight, Father. We thank you, Father, for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Jesus' name, amen. Again, we're talking about tonight the weight of renewal. Isaiah 40, 27 through 31. We're going to talk on around three points tonight. We're going to talk about the weight of wings. We're going to talk about the weight of whisk or run or the way of walk. The weight of walk. Uh, the weight of wings, the weight of whisk. And the weight of walking. We want Christians to know tonight that Christians should wait on the Lord for strength. Christians should wait on the Lord for strength. Talking about tonight the weight of renewal. This is probably one of the most classic texts probably foundational to most of us who have grew up in the church and it is for many of us read in the King James and we we know this text um, we hear it quote quoted many times I know many times without me even planning to quote this text I will quote it in a message um, it's almost impossible to preach a sermon on strength and not include this text in the strength. It is a classic pictorial text of a God who's able, and not just a God who's able, but a God who's able to answer the prayers of his people and to give them strength. The King James Version of the Bible many times I think we lose a little something in this word weight. Um, the word weight in this text I think is best translated in the NIV to the word hope. Uh, because uh, hope is a clearer picture. Hope is a little more weightier than weight because uh, weight means uh, to wait. That's what weight means. <laughs> it just wait. I mean, just wait. <laughs> but hope has. Not only the, the weight in it, because if you hope, hope has encouragement for the day, but the expectation of what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, so I think that we best translate the weight to hope, the hope of renewal, the hope of renewal. Uh, it's classic, man. I, I love this text. You say you love every text, preacher. <laughs> but uh, he posed the question, why does our old Jacob speak as old Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord. The people were saying that, that God can't see us. Um, that, 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 that God can see the struggle that we're going through. Um, why sayest, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and we know our God is too big, uh, and we've heard God described as being uh, uh, omnipresent. Oh, uh, but... We lose, really, the, the, the interpretation because God is not everywhere. Everywhere is before God. Because he is the central reference point. And, and if he's everywhere, we use all these words like omniscient. He knows and omnipotent. He's all-powerful. But, but if he's all of that, then uh, there's nothing that I'm going through today that, that is hidden from him. And the people in the text were posing the question, saying that, that our ways are hidden from the Lord. And that my, my judgment is past 
from the Lord. The Lord has, has not come to see after me. God has not. I'm in this pattern where I want God to work. I want him to move. But, but he just seems to not will be willing to render a judgment on my behalf. And the text goes on saying, 23, has thou not known or has thou not heard? And he had to explain really who God is. Has, has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not. Hello, somebody. Somebody's in here and you fainted. You, you've given up hope. You're not waiting on the Lord and you fainted. Oh, and you think that God has forgotten you, but really you have for, forgotten God because you fainted. You're not waiting on him. You're not hoping in him. You're not looking for him. Uh, but the Bible says here that our creator, it goes through some great Detail, everlasting God, the, the, the Lord, the, the creator of the ends of the earth, uh, he, he fainteth not, neither is weary. God is not like us. We can't put God in our, our little box and we, and we try to box God in and we try to make God like us. Uh, and theologians call it anthropomorphic terms where we put God in human terms, but that's a, a limited, uh, view, uh, of understanding who God is because even when we put him in anthropomorphic terms we we limit uh, oh God because God really can't be described uh, oh and 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 he says here you acting like your God is like you you're acting like your God faints uh, you acting like your God is weary oh and he says that there is no searching uh, of his understanding you know we can't understand God we can't Try to understand. I, I like to. I like to re- meet the person who can really understand God, because oh, the very nature of trying to understand God limits you. Because in this little pea brain of yours, you really cannot understand God. That's why oh, God can put oh somebody in a cocoon and and cause them to have to wrestle in the middle of a cocoon. It's cause them to have to struggle in the middle of that cocoon uh, to cause him to have to go through everything that and and the struggle in the midst of that cocoon and he calls it transformation we just call it trouble we just call it trials Uh, oh but when God has you in that cocoon he's trying to uh, oh transform you and he's trying to take you from being a caterpillar and make you a beautiful butterfly but we can't understand God oh those trials in our lives we just call them trouble those trials in our lives we call them oh everything but what God calls it God calls it transformation and that's why I got you going through what you're going through because you're going to have to transform some things and at the very least you've got to transform oh your thoughts of who I am because you cannot understand me in Jesus name he says there is no searching of his understanding in verse 29, it says, he giveth power to the faint. Oh, and to them that have no might, he was, he does what? He increases strength. Oh, God gives power to the faint. Did you show up here tonight? Oh, feeling like you're going to faint. Did you show up here tonight? Oh, feeling like there's no hope. Did you show up here tonight? Well, you're in a good place because God likes to move in people's lives who feel faint. God likes to move in people's life who feel like they don't have the strength to move on or to go on. God likes to move and that's what the text says. He he gives power to the faint. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, do you need some power tonight? He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might. Guess what he does? Increase strength. Oh somebody came here tonight and you didn't have any might. Oh and and you don't know how you're going to make it to your feeling anemic because of the circumstance, because of the trials that are going on in your life. You're feeling anemic. You feel like you can't make it. You feel like you just can't go on. You feel like you took your very last step. Oh, but God says tonight, oh, you took your last step. 
to eternity. God says tonight, you, 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 you're not only going to make one more step, oh, but you're going to step and continue this journey that I have for you. Oh, no, it's not a trip. It's a journey, and you've got to depend upon God's strength, oh, to carry you on. And God says tonight that he wants to increase, increase your strength. Oh, say to your neighbor again, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, I came here tonight to increase. In Jesus' name. He says he came tonight and he says he increases strength. And then he says this. Even the youth shall faint and grow weary. Oh, you think? Oh, just because you're not young anymore, that's why you're tired now. Just because, oh, you've lived some years. Oh, you grow tired now. But the Bible says that youth, oh, the young folk, oh, who seems to supposed to have perpetual energy, the young people get weary. Hello, somebody. It's not just because of your age uh, that you're weary. Oh, it's because you're not depending upon the power of God. You should have learned by now. You should know by now. You've been walking with the Lord for so long, but yet uh, oh, you allow the circumstance and trials uh, and tribulations to cause you to grow to grow weak. Hello, somebody. And we all do at times. (laughs) Hello, somebody. Even the youth shall faint and grow weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Oh, you can have the youth. You can be young. But there's some stuff in this life that will cause you not to fall, but to utterly fall. Have you ever utterly fell? <laughs> you see somebody utterly fall, fall when they, they fall down, they fall on their face. Don't even have enough time to put their hands out. They just utterly fall. Hello, somebody. Somebody here tonight, you may have just utterly failed before you got here. You, or you utterly failed on Tuesday. You, you utterly failed on Monday. And you just thought that if I could just get here on a Wednesday night, maybe I can hear something from the Lord. Maybe the Lord can tell me a little something. And this is what he says in verse 31. But they that wait... Upon the law shall renew their strength. And again, we say wait. Um, Hope is a better word for wait. Hello, somebody. Is anybody hoping tonight in the Lord? Is anybody hope? You should be hoping in the Lord in those areas where you are discontented, in those areas where you're struggling. You you should have hope and, and 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 it's almost impossible to have hope without having faith because hope is something that helps you today as you look towards tomorrow it's 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 tied into faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so it's it's tied very closely hope and faith are tied very closely Hello, somebody. And the Lord says tonight that if you wait on me, that if you hope in me, then you shall what? Renew your strength. Hello, somebody. Does anybody here need renewing tonight? Many times in our culture, in our society, to get renewed, many times we think that we need to go to a spa to be renewed. Some people think that in order to get renewed, they, they have to go on vacation to be renewed. God says that, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to a spa. There's nothing wrong with going on vacation. But sometimes when you go on vacation, you need a vacation from your vacation. Hello, somebody. <laughs> In order, uh, sometimes when you get that bill at the spa, you go, you'd wish, oh, you were on vacation. <laughs> but God says tonight, I- I've got a renewal for you. I've got a spa 
job for you. I've, I've got a vacation for you tonight. And that vacation and that spa is me. Hello, somebody. Oh, that's commercial. You say, Calgon, take me away. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. No, no, no. You don't have to have Calgon to take you away. All you need is God. Hello, somebody. And God is enough. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. We make life too complicated as we live our lives today. All you need is God. Hello, somebody. And if you're not depending upon him, it's really, it's a sign of you not, oh, having any strength for the Christian is a sign of, of not hoping in God. It's a sign of not waiting on the Lord. It's a lack of faith. When you can't allow the Lord to renew you. You see, we're talking about Sunday that, oh, the David had to strengthen himself in the Lord. And he had to do it right in the middle of the circumstance, right in the middle of the trial, right after he had cried all his strength out. To, oh, and right before the people were about to stone him, he had to, oh, he had to have a little meeting with God. He had to, he had to have a little spa date with God. He had to have a little vacation with God. He had to call on the Lord and say, Lord, take me away. Hello, somebody. And in the middle of that trial, the Lord took him away. And I didn't get to tell the end of the story Sunday. But after he had regained his strength in the Lord, then he called the preacher or the person with the ephod. And they asked God whether he should go and uh, uh, pursue the people that had sold his his wife and all of their materials. And, and But he had to strengthen himself in the Lord before he could, oh, in modern day terms, go to church and to seek God. And uh, But after he saw God, God said, go and get back what the devil has stole in the Etons translation after David had strengthened himself, after he had waited on the Lord, after he had hoped in the Lord, he then had enough sense, oh, to call on the man of God, he then had enough sense to pray to God, and then oh, he got his answer from the Lord, and the Lord told him to go get, oh, in the Etons translation, to go get oh, what the devil has stolen and David oh went back uh, and took back uh, what the devil has stolen and he he not only got back uh, oh what the devil has stolen but he got more because uh, oh the the people who had took uh, everything they had even more stuff with them before they took what David had so oh out of this trial David uh, got more than what he had and as somebody here tonight God is saying oh you've got to learn the strength yourself in the Lord. Somebody oh tonight has to learn to wait on the Lord. Somebody here tonight has to learn to hope in the Lord and you don't have to go anywhere to do it. Oh you can just close your eyes right where you are. Close your eyes in the middle of the trial. In the middle of the circumstance. Oh you can say oh that Nehemiah prayer popcorn prayer. Oh as you're in the midst of it all and say Lord take me away. Lord give me strength. Lord, give me power. Lord, increase my strength. Lord, I need thee. Oh, I need thee right now, Lord. I need thee. They used to sing, pass me not, oh, gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Don't pass me by. I need you, Lord. I need your strength. Oh, I need what you can give me tonight, Lord. I need you in Jesus. Jesus' name, say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, you better depend upon God for your strength in Jesus' name. And when you learn to do that, in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye, that weight or that hope can give you wings. Oh, we got that Red Bull. I, I like to use that in explaining this text. Oh, we have, oh, people drink that Red Bull and the commercial says that Red Bull gives you wings. Oh, but Red Bull can't compare, oh, to the strength that my God has. Red Bull can't compare to what my God can do for you. Oh, and if you really want some wings, oh, Oh, you better learn 
learn to wait on the Lord. You better learn to hope in the Lord. You better learn to have faith in the Lord in Jesus' name. Because when you do, you can wait for your wings. Hello, somebody. For the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And when they have renewed strength, what's going to happen? I'm glad you asked me. I'm going to answer that for he says that they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Oh, right now, oh, in the Gulf Coast, are there, oh, up near New Orleans. Oh, Isaac is sitting there and he's and he's blowing his 80 mile an hour winds. Winds. It's not oh good wind for us as humans oh to live in. But oh, what the eagle does is when the storm comes, the eagle rises and goes higher, and the eagle spreads his wings, and the eagle allows the winds of the storm. Oh, to take him either further and faster than he would before. And there's somebody here tonight. You feel faint. God says, take my red bull and I'll give you wings. And you'll be able to take it up to a higher altitude. You'll be able to spread your wings. And when you spread your wings, I'll take you to places that you didn't believe that you could go. Oh, when you spread your wings, you'll get there faster than you thought you could get there quicker and faster oh in Jesus name but you've got to allow the Lord to be your strength and you got to allow him to work all this stuff together for your good oh as the storm works together for good for the eagle to take him higher and faster than he's ever gone before God says tonight that he's trying to use that storm in your life that Isaac in your life oh to take you higher and faster say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor it's time to go higher and faster in Jesus name in Jesus name the weight of the wings when God gives you strength they that wait upon the Lord shall Renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. I like what Psalms 18, 32 says. It says in the English Standard Version of the Bible that the Lord who equipped me with strength and make me make my ways blameless. Oh, the, the psalmist says that there's a different uh, uh, compartment uh, oh that the Lord has equipped me uh, with something that's called strength uh, oh and if you know that the Lord uh, has equipped you all, all you have to do is to uh, break out what God has already equipped you to do hello somebody somebody thinks that this trial was sent to destroy you but God actually says this trial is meant to make you in the same way, I tell this story all the time about Dr. Tony Evans' son, Anthony, saw that little butterfly in that cocoon and he, he felt sorry for the butterfly. So he cut a hole in the cocoon so that the butterfly could get out. And, but there was only one problem is that the butterfly died. But little Anthony didn't know that in order for that butterfly to survive outside of the cocoon. He had to struggle on the inside of the cocoon. That struggle was helping in the, the metamorphosis. That struggle was helping him uh, oh, to when he would finally break out on his own. Uh, it was helping him uh, oh, to fly higher than he'd ever go before and to go to places that he had never gone before that that that, that struggle was needed and there's somebody here tonight God is saying oh that this struggle is needed oh I'm not trying to kill you I'm trying to make you oh uh, say to your neighbor neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor. neighbor God's not trying to kill you trying to he's trying to make you he's trying to make you tonight 
And he has equipped you with strength. It's in you. See, the devil didn't know it was there. But God knew that he had equipped you with the strength. You can make it through this time because God has already equipped you to make it through this time. Oh, in the same way that he equipped the eagle to overcome the storm. You say, how did the Lord equip the eagle to overcome the storm? Well, he gave him some powerful wings and he put some feathers on that wings and he made it to where when the storm would come, oh, the eagle will fly faster and higher than it normally would because the eagle was equipped. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, Oh, neighbor, I'm equipped to make it through this time. In Jesus' name. Well, you got to wait. You have the weight of the wings, but but you say, preacher, I, I don't know if I can I can do this wings thing. I don't know if I'm equipped with with the wings. I don't know if I can get higher than the storm. Well, I'm so glad that Maybe if you can't get off the ground, you can just run. Hello, somebody. <laughs> the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And then it says they shall run and not be weary. Hello, somebody. The weight of the wisps. Run and not be weary. Some of you remember when you was back and you was young and you could run all day long and not be weary. Remember back in those days when you when you were able to run. Um, I go to the gym every day and I see people on the treadmill. They're running. They're running not to get weary, they're actually running to get stronger. They're running to lose the weight. They're running to get better. Hello, somebody. God says tonight, and maybe you can't fly above the storm, but maybe you can run away from the storm. <laughs> preached this text at my my mother-in-law's church and I use the illustration here of of Forrest Gump one of my favorite movies <laughs> little Jenny every time Forrest got in trouble she'd say run Forrest run and uh, Forrest in the movie lost his mother and, uh, you know, Forrest was a little slow, didn't know how to communicate. So just all of a sudden, he just took off running. He ran to the West Coast, and then he got to the coast and turned around and ran back to the East Coast. Folk have this was following him, trying to figure out why he was running, why why he's running? Why why was he running? You know, they made it a political thing. Why he was running? Why why was he running? And uh, I can really relate to that because uh, sometimes you can't express the way that you feel and, and many times you just need to move. You just need to keep going. You have to keep running. You lost, uh, lose a loved one, something that's close to you. It's not good to... To, to sit around and do nothing. It's, it's always better to kind of stay busy and, and to just run and to stay busy because if you, if you, if you get idle, guess what? The, uh, the old folk, you say that the, uh, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. And, uh, and, 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 and many times the, the devil tries to, when he really is, is, is trying to get you, he'll, he'll get you to where you can't work and, uh, and you're sitting around at the house and you're not doing anything. And, and you just allow the devil. You, you need to stay busy. Amen. Amen. So you're going to make it through such a time as this. Uh, oh, you need uh, 
Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, you need to run in Jesus' name. He says, I'm going to give you strength. And in this strength, it's going to enable you to run. And this strength, oh, you're not going to have to oh, stop off and rest. You're not going to be able to be idle. All you need to do is run. And I'm going to give you this strength and you're going to be able to run and not be weary. In Jesus' name. Now, that's some strength, isn't it? <laughs> God is saying to somebody tonight, you, you, you're in a situation. But you better run on. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, neighbor, you better run on. Better run in Jesus' name. Don't, don't you give up. Run on. Don't you give in. Run on. You better run on. You're going to make it through this time. Like First Chronicles 16, 11 says, again in the English Standard Version, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. God is saying tonight, I can give you wings, but you got to seek me. I can give you strength to run, but you, you got to seek me. As a matter of fact, I've, I've already equipped it. I've already in, uh, get, put it on the inside of you. And, and if you can depend upon the equipment on the inside of you, which is the Holy Spirit of the Lord, uh, who's already there on the inside of you, he can, he can make you to snap out of your depression, make you uh, snap out of, oh, of your mind. And he can enable you to strengthen yourself in the Lord. And he's saying tonight that you can make it. You better run on in Jesus' name. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. You know, I I really don't know how some people make it through the whole week, you know, without coming to the household of the Lord. I, 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 um, I don't understand Sunday morning only Christians because... If you're really uh, living for the Lord, it's going to take it out of you. You need to come back to God's filling station. And you need to be involved in, in a Wednesday night study. And anywhere you can be filled up, filled up, you need to be involved in Sunday school. You need to be involved in other ways into which you serve him. And he can help you to run on, give you the strength. To run on in Jesus' name. But lastly, in this message titled The Weight of Renewal, I'll talk about the weight of walk. The weight of walk. Again, this text says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint I'm so glad maybe I can't fly away from the circumstance maybe I can't run away from the circumstance maybe I could just walk away hello somebody the Bible says and they shall walk and not faint. Hello somebody. I'm so glad that God can. Get me where I am right. Catch me where I am. Sometimes I can't fly away. Sometimes. I can't run away from the tribulation. Sometimes all I just have enough strength to do. Is just to put one foot. In front of the other. And walk away. God is telling you, somebody's wondering how you're going to make it. God says, just put one foot in front of the other. Start your walk. Start your walk. One foot in front of the other. Some of you may need to put one foot in front of the other and find yourself a park and just take one foot 
in front of the other and just have a little talk with Jesus. Dear sister just shared about her vacation, how she went to the beach and she wanted a little long time with the Lord and she had to walk on away in that beach and she, she said her, her brother-in-law said you, you walk for like two miles. <laughs> Some of us need to walk with the Lord. Amen. To walk away. Get away. Find yourself a park. Find yourself a beach. Find yourself a lake. We call that prayer walking. When you get strong enough, do some prayer running. Hello, somebody. <laughs> just walk away. Say, I'm just, no, cow gone ain't going to take me away. The Lord's going to take me away one step at a time. Hello, somebody. That's all you need. You know, if you wanted to get from here to California, you'd have to make some steps. Hello, somebody. Like steps to your car. You don't have a car. That's a long way to walk, but you could do it. <laughs> they used to do it back in the olden days, have to walk. But it, it all begins with one step. That's all you have to make is just one step. And one step in the Lord is enough. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, one step in the Lord. Is all, all I need to take. One step. One step. He says, I'm going to give you strength. I'll give you strength to fly away. I'll give you strength to run away. I'll give you strength to walk away. But you've got to depend upon me. You can't make it in your own strength. Haven't you realized it? It's been a whole month. I've been trying to get you to depend upon me and my strength. Gave you a whole month of this trying to prepare you. Second Chronicles 16.9 the New Living Translation says this which should encourage your heart. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to what? Strengthen those whose heart what? Are fully committed to him. As a God, there's always some stipulations. If you want God's strength and you haven't been able to receive it, then maybe it's because you're not committed to him. Hello. Hello. Maybe. Maybe it's because you. You're still straddling the fence. You don't have a made up mind. We. We studied Elijah. And he. He told the people that you need to make up your mind. Choose ye this day whom. You're going to serve. See. People who, who love the Lord have a resolve, just like Joshua. He said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Had a made up mind. Which means he was fully committed. And that's what we lack in our culture, in our society, and even within our church. We have partially committed people. And, and when life goes bump in the night, they're calling everybody but the Lord to bump back. Hello, somebody. London Bridge is, is falling down. They're calling on everybody but the Lord. God is just looking. Just the, the utmost disregard. Disregard. See, I got 
He got financial problems and you're going to get a loan. Or you're working three and four and five jobs just trying to make it. And here I am and I have the cattle on a thousand hills. I can bless you. If you're going to be blessed, you've got to be fully committed though. You have to be fully committed to the Lord. And people who are fully committed to the Lord get more by accident than most people get on purpose. Because God will bless them. And God is saying, if you need strength tonight, why don't you become fully committed? Stop straddling the fence. Stop being in the club on Saturday and showing up in the church to sing in the choir on Sunday morning. Hello, somebody. Stop being here at 6 o'clock and being at the liquor store at 8 o'clock. Straddling the fence. Stop saying amen in the church and start saying amen outside of the church. Hello, somebody. The way you say amen outside of the church is to obey the word of God. Amen means so be so be it. So so be the word of the Lord in my life. I'm gonna serve you. And I I'll serve you in the church. And I and I'll know and have enough sense to know that when I leave this place, I'm a representative for who you are. I'm an ambassador, and, and as an ambassador, I'm I'm only gonna represent you. I'm not gonna oh leave this place oh and, and tell a person oh about Jesus in one breath and then talk somebody's business in the next breath. Hello, somebody. Gossip. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Fully committed. Fully committed to the Lord. The eyes of the Lord is searching, seeking in this place tonight in Bethlehem. The eyes of the Lord is searching and seeking. And at the sound of my voice, trying to see, is there anybody here tonight I can help out tonight? Is there anybody here that I can give strength tonight? Is there anybody here fully committed to me? Those are the people I'm going to give wings to fly away. Those are the kind of people I'm going to enable to run away. Those are the kind of people I'm going to enable to just take one more step. And this next step could be a step into the promises of God. A step into the promised land of God. Shall we pray? Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just want to thank you and to praise your holy name, Father, and talked about the weight of renewal tonight, Lord, or the hope of renewal, Father, and that hope is in you and you alone, Father. Father, somebody here tonight, Lord, that's been waiting on everybody but you, Father. Been waiting on the doctors, been waiting on the lawyers, been maybe even waiting on the preacher. But Father, your word says tonight, we should wait on the Lord. And Father, tonight, Somebody that needs to change their appointments, Father. Rearrange their plans and to take people out of their plans and to put you in it, Father. Father, we need you tonight. We're going through too much. We need you tonight, Father. Father, we come tonight, Lord. Believing by faith, Father, that that thing that's been wearing us out, tearing us apart, that thing that's maybe even about to kill us or make us want to take our own lives, that that we're about to fly away from that thing. Because, Lord, we, we heard that you got wings tonight through your strength. 
Now somebody, Lord, that's about to run away, Lord, from the trials and the tribulation, they're going to outrun the problem. Now somebody, Lord, listen, at the sound of my voice, it's just it's going to decide just to take one step away. <coughs> just take it one step at a time, Lord. In Jesus' name. Whatever it is, Father, you know the hearts and the minds of those that are in this service and those that are at the sound of my voice. There's somebody, Lord, listening, who's fully committed to you, Father, and you've already given them strength, Father. Oh, they came here on E, Father, and they're going to leave on full, Father, because they heard, Lord, what they needed to hear, and you have encouraged their hearts and their minds, and I pray, Lord, that you enable them to, oh, to run away. You enable them to fly away, enable them to walk away, Father, in your strength, Father. Encouraged tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father God, I come praying, Lord, for every person at the sound of my voice, because I know, Lord, that every person that has a smile on their face tonight, Lord, there's some with a smile on their face that could be dying in their hearts, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you reach them, Father, right in the middle of their heart, Father, right in the middle of their mind, Father. Reach them, Father, in places, Lord, that even some that may not even know they need to be reached, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray your healing power of peace of mind, your healing power of joy, Lord, in the midst of the trials and tribulations, Lord. We pray, Lord, and we stir up the Spirit of God on the inside of them, Lord. And, and may they not grieve your Holy Spirit, Father. But may they be filled or allow him to, oh, to take over their lives, Lord. Allow him to be their hands there. Allow him to operate the hands, the eyes, the mouth, the mind, Lord. In Jesus' name, to make it through such a time as this, Lord. Provide, Lord, for everyone's need that's uh, hearing at the sound of my voice, Lord. We know, Lord, that you are Jehovah Jireh, Father. And there's somebody here tonight that needs to really, really know it, Father. It's not just a biblical concept. It is a, a principle that is born out of need, Lord. And a desire and a hope in you and a waiting on you because they know, Lord, they know, they know, Lord, that you can move, Father. They have faith. And I pray, Lord, that you will move, Father, that you will show up and show out in their lives, Father. Touch, Lord, the weak body, Father, that may be sick. In Jesus' name, Father. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for moving, Lord. We praise your holy name for all that you're doing. We glorify you tonight, Father. Father, as we enter our time of prayer, Lord, may, we, may you enable us, Lord, to pour our hearts out to you, Father. To give it all over to you to, to have a little walk with Jesus on our knees, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. Praise this is Pastor Lord. Michael right now, Eton. I've been your host for today's program. To and before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal Tell relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. 
So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. Love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor praise Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life has changed, if God really has spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did it he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed I think that's God I believe God can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.